This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, I came across this story the other day and, and found it quite fascinating. Uh, as someone who uh, grew up with a, a family dog, and, you know, how you, how you mourn that dog when it's gone. I think for a lot of people, when a pet moves on, passes away, uh, they think about getting another pet. You know, replacing that dog with, with a new dog. What if you could replace the pet you just lost with uh, a clone of that pet? That it would be almost like hitting the reset button, going back to the beginning, rewinding to when that dog was a puppy and doing it all over again. In some ways, there's no guarantee that that new dog would be the exact same as the pet you had, but you could call it the same name. It would look just like your previous pet and would probably be a lot like that dog the story this week out of ontario fellow by the name of matthew johnson his dog woofy is 20 years old and he's decided he's going to clone woofy he's prepared to pay fifty thousand dollars u.s and go through a, a lab in the united states to have his pet cloned. Now, as he notes in this story, there are a lot of dogs in shelters who are in need of homes. Right? There are a lot of dog- dogs out there who will probably be put down because they don't have homes. And this guy's going to spend 65000 or so Canadian dollars to have his dog cloned, to create a new dog that's a genetic copy of Woofy who is um, probably not long for this world. It's a lot of money to pay. So there's a question of whether it's worth it, whether you would do it. But I suppose when it comes to cloning animals, there are ethical considerations as well. Um, Carrie Bowman is a bioethicist and a conservationist at the University of Toronto, also a clinical ethicist at Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto. Carrie, uh, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Um, first of all, what's, what's your understanding of w- where this technology is at? Are, are there companies able to do this? Yeah, you know, the technology is actually uh, has improved significantly. And I'm not saying it's any less expensive, mm-hmm. but there's actually been quite a bit of improvement over the last few years. I don't know if it's being done directly in Canada, but certainly, as you've said in your entry, um, yes, in the U.S. for sure. So it is a possibility. Yeah, I think this company is called Viagen Pets. And yeah. you know, as we noted, it's uh, can, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, so people recall back in, in the 90s when Dolly the sheep was cloned and there was a lot of debate around cloning at the time. But as you say, the technology's come a long way, but it seems as though the debate has kind of fallen off the radar. Yeah, I mean, the debate's definitely shifting, and, and people see a world of difference between the cloning of humans and the cloning of animals. And, you know, that may change with time. But probably the biggest ethical questions for the cloning of animals is, as you've said, it's a lot of money. And when you consider the amount of animal suffering in this world, uh, you know, and how that money could be redirected, it, it's enormous. Also, you know, to, to enable to, to get the egg, the embryo, the uterus, etc., uh, there's a female dog out there somewhere uh, that's having to go under anesthetic and have hormone stimulation and have invasive procedures. Because, you know, you can't take a clone from nothing. You're going to need right. the egg of a female. And, of course, this, this dog is going to have to gestate. 
So there is the implications of what this is like for another dog who obviously has no say in this. So there's clearly ethical questions. But, you know, having said that, um, there are people, and perhaps this gentleman is one of them, that have really profoundly deep relationships with their animals. And if he truly feels that this is something he needs to do, I mean, I wouldn't sit in judgment of these individual cases. Personally, I wouldn't. Uh, it's a lot of money. And remember, they're already at the embryo stage, as I read about this case this morning. There's still a chance that the pregnancy won't come to term and that these puppies won't be born. Um, but they may. He could lose his money on this. And will it be the same dog? Not really. Uh, it'll be a very similar dog. But, you know, you never know. Uh, there could be personality and even physical differences. Because genes and environment, it's a very complicated interplay between those two things. So you, you can't be absolutely certain that it's almost the ghost of the animal you lost. And that kind of thinking could be very problematic. Well, that's interesting, yeah. And and this this guy's making the, the gamble that he'll have something very close to his pet. But, I mean, as, as even humans can attest, I mean, identical twins can still have, you know, different personalities, obviously. And that's essentially what this would be, isn't well, it? Well, and they often do. And, you know, all of us know twins. And, I, and, of course, we're only talking now about identical twins. But, you know, at first they may seem very similar when they're little toddlers and babies and things. But we all know that as the years go by, these are really not the same person person and and it can be very insulting to consider them to be also he may end up with you know dogs aren't good at having one at a time so he may end up with you know three or four which it sounds like he's prepared to deal with but that's a consideration too when you've gone to all this effort are you prepared for four dogs just like the one you lost um so it's a tough one but again I, you know i go back to there are unique relationships between people and animals that can be incredibly psychologically therapeutic and this may well be one of them also you know what it's his money um yeah. but it's not without ethical question well and, and you know a couple of people have texted to point out that you know, i guess humans have a history of using genetics to create the pets we want and you look at the the vast variety of dog breeds that exist we basically yeah. engineered them that way that's right. And, and the ethical argument with engineering dogs that can hardly walk and breathe and, you know, have dislocated hips by the time they're two years old, these are deep ethical questions. Um, and, and I wouldn't, you know, I would agree that those ethical questions are as powerful as the question of cloning. In earlier years, we assumed that, you know, Dolly, the sheep, didn't come to a very good end and age prematurely, and there was an assumption that that was related to cloning. But more recent research and the amount of animals that have been cloned, uh, many are actually turning out to be fairly healthy. So that had been a consideration, but that consideration is starting to fall off a bit. Well, and of course, I mean... The, but, but you're right, yeah. line breeding, or whatever you might want to call it, you know, genetic targeted breeding, line breeding, it can be very cruel. Right. It's we're talking about animals here, and obviously that creates different different kinds of ethical questions. But I, I think then, if as the technology improves, if we can clone animals uh, successfully, what's to stop us then from cloning humans successfully? And how does the the equation change if we're talking about say parents who have lost the child who want mm -hmm. to clone that child? You know, to be honest with you, uh, the ethical equation doesn't change all that much. Um, you know, we're, we're going through some of the same considerations. In some ways, what would happen, though, is you'd, you'd find a, you know, you could at least have the consent of somebody who's, who's egg and, you know, and who's going to be a gestational carrier, which you cannot do with a dog. Um, 
So it may come. Uh, human cloning really creeps out a lot of people, and a lot of the concern is is the potential harm. But, you know, as cloning techniques improve, a lot of people find it creepy, but, you know, it, it may come along. Um, you know, it's not legal in a lot of countries, including Canada, but, but technology tends to drive these things. And, you know, we all need to remember, uh, clones aren't some bizarre thing without a soul or a brain or something out of a, you know, a science fiction movie. Um, there's clones amongst us, and they're called identical twins, and they are people, just like all of us. So, you know, that day may come. It won't be in Canada, um, but, you know, people move around all through the world. And any, uh, you know, human cloning, I actually think, could occur at almost any time. Well, it's quite fascinating. Um, given uh-huh. the considerable price burden, though, I mean, do you think this is going to remain largely uh, a niche kind of market? For now. But what tends to happen with these emerging technologies is prices begin to come down. And when prices get into a couple of thousands rather than tens of thousands, look at the amount of people, the amount of money, rather, people spend on their pets now. Um, I actually think it's probably going to become more common. And I think people have to do a lot of soul searching. And, and, you know, if they're even considering this um, with the amount of animal suffering in the world, um, and they need to be really, really aware that it is not the same animal. It may be very similar, but it's not the same animal. All right, Professor Bowman, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate the insight. You're very welcome. All the best to you. Thanks again. That's Gary Bowman, a bioethicist and conservationist, University of Toronto, also clinical ethicist at Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto. Um, so this is an interesting question. Would you do this, first of all? Put aside the money issue. If you've had a dog for 20 years and you've bonded with that dog and you like that dog, you appreciate that dog, the dog has a personality, you're going to miss that dog. So it's not just about going out and buying another dog just so you have a dog. You want that pet. Would you clone that dog? As Gary Bowman said, there's no guarantee that it's going to be the same experience. There's no guarantee that everything about that dog is going to be the same. You're creating a genetic copy. You're creating essentially an identical twin. But that dog's going to have different experiences. And so it might be a very different animal in a lot of ways. I mean, the price is an issue. Someone texted to say, who are you to determine what a lot of money is? Get a job that pays more. (laughs) Hey, I'd love to have a job where I could just say, hey, 65 grand, that's nothing. I think I got that, uh, you know, in in my car, in the change container. Uh, I'm going to say that for a lot of people, 65,000 is a lot of money. And especially in the context of what it costs to buy a dog, 65,000 is a lot of money. And I had a friend, I have a friend... (laughs) As a, at a German Shepherd, great pet, great animal. Uh, that German Shepherd passed away, and they went out and they got another German Shepherd. But they gave it a different name. It's a different pet in a lot of ways, different personality in a lot of ways. But what's going on here, I think, is, is someone trying to recreate that same pet. Trying to hit the reset button and do it all over again. Give it the same name, treat it the same way, assume it's the same animal. Would you do that? 974-8255. A lot of texts coming in. I want to read some of those, but uh, your calls too. It's afternoons on Newstalk 770. Welcome back, 770-770. The question of whether you would clone your pet. I think for a lot of people, you go, you know, 15 or 20 years with the dog and that dog dies. Maybe it's just too much to do it all again. And maybe a lot of people don't get another dog. 
Right, so there's a question of whether you want to start all over again with another patent in the first place. But would you want to do it with what would seem to be the same patent? And it could be like the same pet. You could give it the same name, just pretend it's the new, the same pet but new, and you just rewound it, and you're starting over again as a puppy. Uh, now, some people are making the point here about it's this guy's money. One tweet here says it's his bleeping money. If he wants to burn it in his backyard, it's his choice. Yeah, clearly it is. I don't think anyone suggested otherwise. Yeah, this guy's got 65 grand to pay for a dog. And by all means, it's absolutely his decision. Nobody's doing anything illegal here. This company exists. It's an American company. I don't think anyone in Canada is offering this service. Uh, and that's what they charge, 50 grand U.S. Uh, so if you have that kind of money and you feel this is uh, of value, then go ahead and do so. If you want to take uh, $65,000 and buy 65 dogs, I don't know, is that uh, going right for a decent dog? I don't know. But uh, you could do that, too. Uh, someone else pointed out Don Cherry has always named his dog Blue. Yeah, I guess he has. I don't think he pretends it's the same animal, though. But uh, Anyway, let's see here. Um, this text here says, we're so attached to our dog, we're going to very carefully select a male to breed with her and keep a pup. I would be devastated if something happened to her. I'm basically trying to recreate a dog to be as good as her temperament and intelligence is rare. She's a border collie cross with an Australian Kelpie. Because I think people that do get uh, a new dog after their dog passes away, you, you probably, I th would assume for the most part, are going to get a dog that's similar to the one that, that you lost, things that you like about that breed. So I can, I can understand that, that impulse. Uh, another one here says, money aside, I would clone in a second. Another one here says, let the animal go. Try something new. Change is the spice of life. Another one here says, couldn't he donate uh, thousands to the shelters and then just buy a new dog? And again, I mean, yeah, it's his money. I guess he probably could. Another one here says, cloning pets is really just the next step in selective breeding. Right, and that's the point that our guests made, right? That's been done for decades. Uh, the genetic... Genetics have been used to design dogs to be a certain way, to design certain breeds, and to uh, pass on certain traits. So this is just the next step. So are there ethical considerations? I think the, the one thing Carrie Bowman pointed to was that it's one thing you're creating a dog, but you need another dog to be pregnant with that clone. So is that an issue? I don't know how things work at this company. I don't know if they've just got a, a bunch of uh, surrogate dogs waiting around for people to come in with their 50 grand so they could be loaded up with uh, a puppy embryo. They just got one dog. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So is there any consideration about the dogs that are being forced to uh, carry these dogs? And is that any different, though, than a, than a breeder? Uh, an email here, rob at newstalk770.com. Who cares and why should cloning of a dog be an issue? person can spend his money any way he sees fit. Who, why people keep saying this? Who is saying otherwise? <laughs> Who at any point in this conversation has suggested that this guy shouldn't be allowed to do this? I don't know why I keep getting the same message. Absolutely 100% he can spend his money the way he sees fit.
<laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I don't know why I keep getting that. Yeah, if you got 50 grand and you want to recreate your dog and this company's doing it, nobody's doing anything illegal, by all means. I know it sounds like I'm repeating myself here, but I seem to keep getting the same message. It's his money. Yeah, it is. Question is, would you do it? Because you have a pet, your pet has a name, your pet has a personality, you know that animal. That animal's a part of your life, that animal's a part of your family. But what this guy is trying to do is to keep it going with the same dog he's hoping. The pet dies, he's rewinding back to the beginning, starting over with the new puppy of the same dog. That's the question. Would you do that? Or would you accept that that puppy, that animal, that pet, that dog has died? Woofy no longer exists. I'm going to always treasure the memories of Woofy. Now I'm going to go out and buy a new dog. And this is going to be Woofy too. And it's a new dog. With its own personality. Woofy's moved on. We're going to remember, remember Woofy for always... Uh, but now we get a new dog, and that's Woofy, too. So I think the question is, would you do that to start over with what seems to you to be the same dog? Let's go to the phones, uh, take some of your calls. Marina, go ahead. Hi. Do you remember the movie The Boys from Brazil where they cloned Hitler? They had to reproduce every condition right. of, his, of his upbringing. Yeah. So this was a rescue dog. Did he not find him in New Zealand or something? And he, I'm was not on sure. his, and he was on his own. I think that's what I got from the news last night. Yeah, I'll, I'll and, check that. Yeah, and he, I think he rescued the dog. The dog rescued him. And yes, then he's yes. also, the dog saved his life a couple of times, he said. So he would have to take him, I don't know, do you have to take him back to New Zealand and put him in the wild? And, and abandon the, the dog, yeah. He was a three-year-old puppy and had been abandoned in a garbage bag. So... Yeah. I don't think he plans on doing that, but I guess if you wanted exactly the same animal, the same, you'd have to have the same conditions. Yeah, the, the the same everything. I mean, they. It was a horrible movie, but I mean, I, I got the gist of it right. But they had to reproduce the complete condition of his upbringing for that cloned child to take on the same characteristics as the adult, right? So, of course, a few of them went went good mm-hmm. but but at the same time like would do you have to do that with a dog because that dog knew despair and hunger and right like probably bad conditions and stuff like but for that dog to have that character is that ingrained is that genetic is that you know blah 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 so uh, so i don't know is will that clone dog have the same characteristics well, it's, a, yeah, it's an interesting question. Now, this company claims, the, the CEO of this company is quoted in one of the stories here saying, most of our clients are amazed at the similarities. We've delivered both clone puppies and kittens to clients from around the world. Now, they've got a vested interest in saying that. Of so course. take that with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. there probably are a lot of aspects to, to a dog that are genetic. But you're right. Oh. I think at the same time, the, all, you know, how they're raised, their experiences, all these things all shape the, the kind of animal they are. Mm-hmm. Like we... we unfortunately just had to put down on Saturday a dog that my sister rescued that she was horribly treated 
and stuff like that. Jeez. But she turned out to be such a wonderful dog yeah. for the six years that we had her. But yeah. cloning her, we wouldn't, because the conditions would be different of how she's raised from a puppy, would be completely different, and she would not be the same Muffy that we had. Right? Like, yeah. it, she wouldn't be the same. Yes, she would look like her, probably, but she wouldn't have experienced that that neglect and starvation of affection and, you know, all that stuff before we got her. So, exactly. he, he's, will he have to do that with this puppy or multiple puppies, you know, depending on how many eggs get fertilized? Well, yeah. is it a, is it a, fertilization is it like an in vitro or is it completely genetic cloning? yeah i'm not sure how they do it I, I think that's another interesting question marina i got a break here for the bottom of the hour but thanks for the phone call and, and sorry to hear about your dog but yeah, uh, i appreciate it take care um so some interesting thoughts uh, on this we're going to break for the 230 news we're going to talk about e-cigarettes bc now on the uh, anti-vaping bandwagon um but uh, are we overlooking the harm reduction side of this debate we're back with more right after this Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.